This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good Friday morning. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 1st, episode 2903, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. So, Jamie, explain to everybody why we won't be doing any April Fool's Fools jokes. And if they're waiting for that, they're going to be very disappointed. Because I hate them. (laughs) And they're horrible. (laughs) I did way too many years in terrestrial radio where we had to do the stupid pranks and all that. And I would just always make me roll my eyes. And I I hate it. And so we don't tell me the first April Fool's we did this show. There will be no pranks on our show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, probably. quit. <laughs> yep. I'm not doing it. Sorry. Safe space here, people. <laughs> you know what isn't an April Fool's joke? I have my first guest in the studio for the show this morning. We have Nikki Porter. She's from Take the Reins in the Canada Horse Podcast here on the Horse Radio Network, and she's in for a visit. Hi, Nikki. Hi. I am so down with this no jokes, April Fool's. I'm... I'm ex- with you, Jamie. Explain why you're down with it. Because it's my birthday, and it's torturesome <laughs> to have your birthday on April Fool's Day. So Nobody believes yeah. you, right? They just, no. no. My grandmother didn't believe I was actually born. So you know, it's it's a thing. It started from the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's like, no yeah, gifts baby. for you ever. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> and then about December, she went, why didn't she have a birthday this year? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, Nikki, welcome. Well, thank you for having me. It's great to be here and to meet you in person finally. Yes, it's been been a couple of years, and and it was so so funny because her husband and and there was another lady with Rusty, you. Rusty, she's a friend of ours. Rusty yeah. and your daughter. Yep. And apparently, Rusty questioned you being dropped off in a neighborhood at <laughs> a stranger's house. So. She really did. <laughs> Smart. We have Smart. known each other for a little while. So, not complete strangers. We're going to talk to Nikki a little bit more after we do Daily Winnies. But coming up on today's show, we have Ron Vogel. He's president of the Maryland Jousting Tournament Association because jousting is the state sport of Maryland. So, he's going to join us to explain modern jousting and how Jamie can get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, Nikki is here. We're going to talk to her a little bit about her podcast and what's happening up there in Canada. And we also have some really bad ads. Actually, Nikki was reading earlier and cracking up, so they must be funny today. Um, but before we do all of that, we have Daily Winnies to get to. We have a lot of auditor birthdays this weekend. Nikki, you are not alone. (laughs) There are a lot of birthdays. So first, happy birthday to you. Thank you. We have Jennifer Pig, Hannah Barker, April. Come back, who has a horse at your place, right? Or is going to. They get here tomorrow. And uh, she wants to, for her birthday, go to the chicken auction, Glenn. (laughs) Are you going to take her? I I will take her, but I've decided. (laughs) Here's the thing. We have two new rules. 
Okay. First of all, I will be drinking. I didn't drink last time and I'm going to need to be drinking. The second rule, I'm only allowed to have $20. (laughs) So I can bring a flask. She said she'd drive, but I am going to only have $20 cash. So when I go to check out, they're going to be like, "Mm, sorry, you can't have those 7,000 chickens you purchased because you only have $20. April, can I borrow money? (laughs) April, I'll give you free training. (laughs) Lily Harmon and Bruins. And guess who else? It's Dr. Seaman's birthday today. I know. I saw that on Facebook and I, because it comes up with all the birthdays and it said, uh, happy birthday, you know, to Dr. Madison Seaman's. And it said his age was 104. <laughs> I kind of believe it. I do too. <laughs> he sounded 104 a couple of times. We've had him on actually. He's, He's eternal. Stressed out. Guy's yeah. eternal. <laughs> we also have a couple of other hosts with birthday, Jennifer Wood of Equestrian B2B podcast and Tanya Johnston of the podcast. So we have lots of birthdays this weekend. And my favorite cousin, Diane, Maybe she'll listen to this if I tell her happy birthday. Happy birthday, Diane, favorite <laughs> cousin, and all the other cousins you apparently don't rate. So, yeah, yeah. no, they don't. They know it. <laughs> it's all good. We also had company yesterday, so I wanted to add to my daily winnies to Reese and Jet. That's uh, her assistant. Uh, what a cool name. It's J H E T T, Jet. That's just a cool name. I don't know. She's a cool girl, too. So Reese was here. They came down to see the new house. And because, you know, we bought it from a very, uh, very, an 85-year-old Puerto Rican couple, uh, we had to go get Puerto Rican because it's a great Puerto Rican restaurant. So we had Puerto Rican food in the Puerto Rican house here in uh, Ocala and uh, had a great time visiting with Reese. They were scheduled yesterday to head up with their horses. They were staying here in Ocala, and they were coming from Wellington, heading back to Kentucky. But uh, with the tornado and severe weather and 50 mile an hour winds they didn't figure driving the trailer was going to be a good idea full of horses so So we got to visit with them because they hung around that was nice Uh, and now it is your turn It's getting real, y'all. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. The list of Land Rover competitors came out yesterday or this morning, and I'm so excited to see a lot of names that I'm really excited to see, including Elisa Wallace is going to be there with Let It Be Lee, Tamara Smith with the black, gorgeous black horse, My Bomb, and uh, there's a lot. And I was kind of excited that there's no Oliver Townen on it. So, yay. Oh, really? Yeah. Is there anybody coming over? Oh gosh, yeah. There's oh. <laughs> the, the Pippa Funnels on our way. Oh. We said we got Jessica. A couple from Jessica Phoenix are going to come down, so we'll have to have her on. And uh, you know, you've got the typical names of Bruce Davison Jr., which is Buck. You know, he's probably got like forty-seven yeah. uh, coming. He'll be in Phillip the top Dutton. ten five times. Yeah. Boyd Martin's got a couple. Sets her leg and on cue are both going to be there. And then uh, Doug Payne's got a couple. I'm so I'm so excited. So it's getting real, y'all. So here's the thing. Typically, a Land Rover will meet at the. If anybody wants to meet up with us and hang on, walk the cross country course, we start at the first jump. On cross country Saturday morning, we'll meet at the first jump about half an hour before the first horse goes off. So if anybody wants to hang on, then we kind of walk the whole course. Jamie for this because it was it's way at the end that nobody goes to to watch anything. It's it's a forty seven <laughs> mile walk, yeah, so exactly. just be prepared. Uh, at least you and it's always raining a, and your feet are wet. <laughs> at least you didn't have to push a stroller. Thank you. I pushed a stroller through that, and I had a step counter on, and I didn't get crap. For, count for any of them because my hands were pushing and they were swinging. 
still mad about that. So anyway, we're going to meet at the first show. But also, if you guys want to hang out before that, New Vocations is having their open barn and barbecue. It's April 29th, the Friday, 3 p.m. to 8.30. The tickets are like 30 bucks if you get them now. And it has food trucks, cake, drinks, Games, live music, tour the facility, watch demos, meet the horses. Rosie Napravnik's going to be there. There's a silent auction. So it's going to be really fun. So it's just, I, I've been to it a couple times, and it's a good time. This time, uh, with your ticket, you do get a couple drink tickets as well. So, you know, there's that, and then you can like, always buy more. Um, well, I'm talking about drinking way too much today. I need to dry <laughs> out. Um, anyway, <laughs> so that's going to be happening. So you can go to horseadoption.com and click on the events tab and get your tickets uh for that and uh we'll see you guys i'm so excited land rover glenn i can't believe you're not going no uh, because i have to i'm going to be out the whole month of may for conferences so yeah that's the reason that whole business thing i know well i will be in lexington we are going to do a dinner when i'm in lexington with reese and whoever else wants to come Uh, you know we don't it's american horse publications and awards night Jamie will tell you, we kind of skip out. So we're going to have a dinner that night for whoever wants to join us. So if you're in Lexington and you want to come out, we, uh, we'll, we'll do that the one night. I'll, I'll announce the date and everything once we get that. We don't out. just skip out. We're kind of flat rude. <laughs> well, the table was kind of noisy and everybody was glaring at us. So it was like, it was better we left anyway. That's true. You know? uh, the podcasting table at the AHP conference is is the fun table, but it's also the one I think the serious journalists would rather get rid of. So, yeah, it's probably good we left. Yeah. So, Nikki, why are you here? Why'd you come to Ocala? How long you been here? Because she of that? lives in freaking northern Canada. Who wouldn't want to go? <laughs> come is, right up close to the mic. That is very accurate. So. <laughs> Where do you live? Tell everybody. Uh, Nova Scotia, Canada. So okay. we... Which is beautiful in the is, summer. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. I, yeah. It. It's, you know, the winters wear on you. So <laughs> my husband, it was time. It was time. Now, does yeah. he have a job where he can bail too? He does. Yeah. He does construction. So. Oh, you're not building anything in, with 10 yeah. feet of snow. Yeah. So, yeah. so we just said it that like any horses that were coming in, they were leaving February 1st. <laughs> See ya. Um, so yeah, no, we just decided we were coming and doing the things. And we literally just picked our life up and moved here for, I think we're at three and a half weeks Right now, we leave on Monday. But you brought your horses too, right? Brought our horses, brought our daughter, brought our friend. How long Um, a drive is that? Too long. (laughs) Absolutely too long. Um, We did it in two days, and it's just, I think it's 32 hours. Oh, my God. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> it was it was not what I recommend doing. Uh, and our way home, I actually got a message from a friend of mine, and she's in North Carolina, I believe, and she said, just, like, stop by on your way, and this can be one of your stopovers. So we're going to do it in three days, which I'm excited about. Which is probably a better plan. That's and how old is your though. child? She's eight. How many YouTube videos did you have to sit through? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Netflix played the same show over and actually she started listening to all her shows in like fast forward by it's like 1.5 or 0.5 faster so they all sound like chipmunks (laughs) but she loves it for some reason so yeah that added to it It was great i need to get earphones for her before we head home i asked her this morning when i saw her how many times did you say are we there yet and apparently none none she was like she was in it she knew what was we prepped Way home's her gonna really be different. well. <laughs> Way home is not going to be as smooth, but we yeah we prepped her really well. She was prepared. She knew what was going to happen. She got in her seat and she didn't ask once. And and yeah, she was great. She did figure out that sleeping makes a drive go a lot faster. Yeah, for the yeah. driver too. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it got a little close a couple times. I bet. So. That long a drive, it's yeah. going to, especially when you're hauling a rig, it's tiring. And it down 95 is the worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we hit some traffic and some accidents. We almost saw a cop get killed. That was crazy. Like, just crazy things that you're like, he he was determined. He was getting us there. It was his responsibility. His, like, man brain kicked in where he was just protecting <laughs> the horses and humans and and so, yeah, he drove the whole way. He would not allow okay, us behind the wheel. I just mapped it. And, like, <laughs> of course you hit traffic because you drove through, like, yeah. every major city on the East Coast. New York, <laughs> Maryland. I mean, uh, so, good Lord, you have to stay longer than three and a half weeks. Well, it's I know. not worth it. The, the one thing that did happen. So we were going through New York and we don't have these sort of things. So in in our part of the world. <laughs> so we're driving and we heard some horns honking a couple times and we we're like, oh gosh, so we pulled over. We checked the trailer. No, horses are fine. All the doors are shut. Tires Nobody's are still on. Out, yeah. Right. So we're all good. So we get back in. Somebody else honks. Mike's like, maybe it's on the iPad. Nope. A woman rolls down her window and she goes, you're not supposed to be on this highway. And we're like, oh, what's I know going exactly on? It's the truck highway. Which one you were right? on. So then we see a sign for a 10 foot bridge and we're like, well, that's close. Then we see a sign for an eight foot three bridge. Yeah. We're like that. It, we are going to take the roof off this trailer. So we had to find a way to get off that highway, and we ended up in Sleepy Hollow. And uh, I, yeah, it looks. It's just a like problem the for RVs going to New York too, because yes. there's all these low bridges on major highways. Yeah, <laughs> and it crazy. says no trucks, but like we're not a big truck. We're just a regular truck, so we just yeah, no problem. Mm. We're not a truck. You we didn't need truck. a roof on your trailer. <laughs> no. You'll be fine. Yeah, what <laughs> do you need fine. that for? You know, not to go that way on the way home. We will not be going that way on the that's way terrifying yeah. that I mean, I, anytime anybody just is right next to you when you're driving a trailer i'm like what what is it yeah yep. exactly you always think I, a tire fell off you know and rolled yeah, down the I highway that like on <laughs> yeah. i-35 somebody got next to me and they were like hey you know it's like oh your whole body goes numb yeah. when you <laughs> see somebody flagging you down because you picture a horse laying on the road right. in the back oh, absolutely. yeah i'm yes. like the back door's open the <laughs> yeah. horse is gone this yeah. woman was mad too and we were really like we were like, did you we, get what, turned what around? We, yeah. Well, we ended up getting to a stop, like a stoplight, and we just cut over and cut people off. And they actually willingly were like, go. <laughs> get <laughs> off our go. road. You should we're not be Canadian. here. <laughs> okay. We're from Canada. Yeah. Look at our license plate. We're, <laughs> we're tourists. Sorry, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's what I say here all the time. I'll just go, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not from here. Yeah. I'm absolutely. sorry. I'm not from here. Yeah. That is the best excuse for any. I'm sorry. I'm not from here. <laughs> yeah. The worst part of Route 95, too, bumping wise is in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Some of those dips before the bridges, the trailer goes airborne mm -hmm. and your whole truck's going is yeah. awful. <laughs> it makes our roads actually like our roads are terrible. So those roads are quite nice. <laughs> when you only hit them occasionally, you're like, oh, well, that was a nice drive. <laughs> you know, Route 95 yeah. is the worst. Yeah. And you took it the whole way. We so, did. yeah. 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 So tell us about your shows. You do Take the Reins was your first show, and then the Canada Horse Podcast has been around for a while now. A year. Yeah. Yes. We're celebrating a year. It's been so much fun. I'm so glad you suggested that, you know, we need I to said we need a podcast together. about Canada because we have a lot of yes. listeners up there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's been so fun. And so Nadine, who's my co-host, she's really getting into the comfort of the podcast. And, you know, I really, it's, she's a fish out of water. I'm like, you're coming along. And she was <laughs> not sure what I was getting her into. Uh, but it's been fantastic. And we've had some great guests. We've been talking a lot about different, all these different things that we didn't even realize 
know that we wanted to talk about. So it's been great. We've been having conversations that we think other people try to avoid. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, it, it is amazing. I mean, obviously, we've learned that after three things. There's so much in the horse world that we know nothing about. Like today, mm-hmm. jousting. I mean, I know a little bit about jousting because I used to be an actor at a rent fair, but I never got on the horse. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is not something I've even been in person to watch. So that's, yeah. It's quite exciting. And it's becoming a bigger thing, just like mounted archery and shooting is becoming bigger. Mm-hmm. People are going from that now to jousting and giving it a try. You got to have the right horse, I think. Yeah, that, exactly. you, know? <laughs> you don't want to have the wrong horse. And they do like do that. other games other than then, you know, whack each other with lances uh, and swords. They do other stuff, too. But we'll talk about that. But mm-hmm. what is the thing you've learned doing doing your shows? What have, what has surprised you or what have you learned? Uh, I think I've learned that everyone is open and just wanting to share and have the conversations. And, you know, I've reached out to some people being like, well, you know, maybe they'll come on the show. And they're so kind and so approachable. And, you know, we had Andrea Fapani come on the show right before we went to Vegas. We were invited to go. Um, I'm going to talk to you about that, too. And he was fantastic. And it, and you speak to these people who you look up to and, you're, and you expect them to be almost untouchable. And then you quickly realize. That they're human. They're human. Absolutely <laughs> human. And that they, they want to just share as much as we do. And so it just makes for some really great conversations. It's been a lot of fun. Now, was it Take the Reins of the Canada Horse Podcast that you got you got the invite from to go to Vegas? Then tell us it about was that. Canada Horse Podcast. So Tutal, who's the producer of uh, Along for the Ride podcast with Andrea Fapani, reached out to us and said, listen, like I see that we're on a similar kind of trajectory. Why don't you guys come along? I will give you tickets to give away. And so we gave... And what did you go to Vegas for? What was it for? It was for the Long Further Ride Symposium. So that was Andrea Fapani, Sean Falerda, and Nick Dowers. And it was phenomenal. Like the, it, it, I, Raining I don't, central right there. Oh, I don't even have words to describe yeah. what we witnessed for three days. They There would be no money that they could even say, like, this is the price of the event for the value. It was amazing. So we went and, and we were able to ask questions and we brought – six people along with us and then there were people that got tickets for live and yeah it was just it was incredible i met sean and we're talking about raining now by the yes. way everybody that's going who are those people yes um so i met him first at the 2010 world equestrian games and then again at 2018 so we got to know him a little bit because we'd have him on the the wag shows yeah. um and he's a super nice guy he was just yeah. down to earth and you know yeah. super nice i think we had andre on two he he because he was a wag been- yeah. 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 And he he's been um just a lot more open and just wanting to be involved in the conversation. He's from he's originally from Italy. Yes, I believe yeah, so. Italy, yeah. 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 Originally, yeah. I thought yeah. and he rode for Italy if I remember right, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. But I'm I'm bad with those those yeah. sort of facts. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm, I could be agreeing and it could be completely wrong, Glenn. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, one podcast I listened to, School of Podcasting, who's he's kind of my mentor, Dave Jackson. He's been on this show before. Um, he uh, he does a thing in his show called Because of My Podcast. So you have a Because of My Podcast. You got invited oh, to Vegas. It's totally because of the podcast. It was yeah. fantastic. An incredible opportunity. Uh, we're very grateful. So uh, it was, yeah, to, to think that our little Canada Horse podcast idea that you kind of – I forced came, her into for- <laughs> 
came up came up with. <laughs> it was great. Uh, it's yeah, it's been a journey, and we thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. So thank you. It kind of makes you an authority in the space, with the exception of Jamie and I. You know, we're just we're the clowns in the space. You know, so it's all good. Oh, she's an authority. She actually has credentials. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> she actually has credentials and can train horses. I'm just the clown. So there was some sad news. I would say it's sad news out of Canada. Um, and that was Eric Lamaze. Of course, you know, show jumper of all show jumpers and been around forever. We announced, I think it was four years ago now, which is great that he's still here, to be honest, um, that he had brain cancer, he had a tumor. And he was going to try and keep riding and has stayed active in the sport, hasn't been riding as much. But he officially announced yesterday that he is officially retiring from riding altogether. He can't ride anymore. Um, his statement, he said, and this was on his Facebook page, he said, announcing my retirement from competition comes with a lot of mixed emotions. I always fought hard, never believing that cancer would get the better of me, but here we are. As sad as I am, I'm also grateful that it comes at a time when I'm positioned to lead the Can Canadian show jumping team to great things. He's the chef to keep. So he's going to keep doing that and at least get, keeps involved in the sport. He's still battling the cancer. Um, with the kind of cancer he has, uh, you know, knock on wood, he's still here, which a lot of people aren't. So um, good for him. And he realizes his limitations. Uh, so, you know, it just... I mean, he's been around forever. I mean, Olympics after Olympics after Olympics. And in Canada, is certainly a superhero. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if you ever got to talk to him on the show, but he's also a guy you can reach out to and have on oh. the show. He'll come on your show. Yeah. We will do that. Yeah, definitely do that. So that was some some not so happy news out of Canada. Now, on happier news, before we get to Kentucky Performance Products and our first guest, uh, I saw a post. I can't keep track of the posts coming out of Oklahoma now with Jamie because there's just post after post of of little of her child of little kids not not only your child but other children holding birds of different sorts so what new birds do you have now uh, uh we actually got an order of ducks in the mail um i love my ducks i love that they can come in the mail too <laughs> yes they do and actually i got a phone call from the post office they ordered some chicks and i ordered some ducks they can't ship them together so they told me that the chicks were on the way. So I go to the post office and I'm armed with my chicken feed and all the things I need to do. And I get there and I open up the box in the post office and I'm like, hmm, these are ducks. <laughs> so I had to go back to the feed store and get duck stuff. Came home, brought them in and oh my gosh, they're so stinking they cute. They are really so cute little ducks. I have uh, two Muscovy ducks. They're cuter ducks. than little chickens, I think. Oh my God, they're so much cuter than yeah. little chickens. Oh, the little chickens are cute. Um, so I got the two, we have two Muscovy ducks and we've learned that this past year we didn't have any mosquitoes at all. And you have because, a big pond. I mean, you have a good size pond. It's, I mean, it's a pond. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a, a big pond. It's a, it's a, it's an Oklahoma mud pond, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> but th that's where all the mosquitoes would breed. And so this year we had the Muscovies and they eat mosquito larvae. And so we didn't have any mosquitoes. They eat bugs, mosquito larvae, and weeds. And you only had and, two ducks and they did that? Uh-huh. Only two. Wow. That shows you how big our pond is. Uh, and so, but I decided to get a couple more. So I, when I was little, we raised mallard ducks, which are wild ducks. And so you raise them and if, 
they are raised at the pond, they'll fly south for the winter and then come back every year. So ours used to do that. And um, so we decided to get that and give that a try. And then I got some Cayuga Their ducks. GPS must be better than Google because, you know, I, I don't know how they find their way back to I the same know. pond. And you know what? My, <laughs> they might not have been the same ducks, but my mama sure said they were. <laughs> and so how do yeah, you keep look. them from flying away during the summer? They just hang around. They just never leave. My my Muscovy ducks don't leave. They're well, like they they know where they got it good. <laughs> they come up and they have breakfast with the chickens every morning, and then they fly back to the pond, and then in the evenings they fly back up and have some more food, and then they fly back down. And they only fly like Muscovies. They're so big. They're meat birds, supposedly gross. Um, but so they don't <laughs> fly more than like two hundred yards at a time. So every once in a while, I'll see them like make a l- lap around our property, and I'm like, oh, they're leaving. Oh, no, they're back. They're back. We got tired. We're back now. Uh, We're good. We just had to work out for a minute. (laughs) Do you have chickens, Nikki? No. 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 I am not a bird person. No. Although I might have to get ducks because we have a lot of mosquitoes. (laughs) There you go. I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. How uh, I I, just two. So now I'm going to eat all. We're going to eradicate mosquitoes in the whole neighborhood. With having five more. Do you ever get the Canadian geese? Do they stop by, Jamie, at all? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. And yeah. they're Canada They can be nasty, though. They, they make a mess. Yeah, they make a mess. Oh, my God. I love them. I'm sorry. Yeah. I guess I'm a bird person because I love them. As I'm we like, started, welcome, friends. <laughs> As we started talking about birds, the macaw that lives next door in this big cage in the backyard started, <laughs> you heard him? He started going. As we started talking about birds, he's like, I'm over here. <laughs> he's huge. He's like two feet tall. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Tell him the story. This is Florida. Oh. You have the quintessential Florida story from this morning, Nikki. Uh, so we're sitting at our trailer and uh, I think it was was actually let me yesterday. let me let me stop you okay because that first sentence sounded very oklahoma we were sitting at our trailer <laughs> <laughs> okay you're go, right. back florida. go back to florida so outside of the horse trailer i should okay. say but she has been living in it for three weeks so you know so we're sitting there having our coffee and i looked up i'm like is that a parrot and so this giant, it's a macaw, correct? That's yeah. the name? Macaw is, dr- is If it's flying. like two feet tall, it's a macaw. It's, yeah. it's huge. And it is orange belly and blue top. And I'm I'm Googling, like, are these things native? Like, I don't understand. Do they just have wild <laughs> parrots here? And uh, no, they don't. Someone's parrot escaped. And he was not flying very well. You could tell that he was not really Might have been clipped. accustomed yeah. to. She said he'd never flown away before. Uh, so he landed up in the tree, and so I don't know if they've received. You found the owner. The owners came yes. over, right? They had lost. Yeah. yeah. So she was calling him. His name was Jay. And, How do you uh, get a bird out of the top of a very tall tree? I, they were going to get one of those like man lifters. They were. Oh, they were. Calling They're going to rent a man lifter to get yeah. the bird out. But I think he was. Oh, gone you know, you're going to go up. You're going to take the man lift all the way up as quietly <laughs> as you can. You're going to get up there, and he's going to go <laughs> yeah. to the next tree in the next mm-hmm. county. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't so know. So you if Jay made saw it. this. You contacted the right people, and they came back and got him. Sort of. We saw him. We mentioned it to the owner of the property that we're at, and just by happenstance, these people in a golf cart ended up at her gate. This is so Florida story. <laughs> looking, <laughs> looking 
looking for a parrot and it happened to be in our tree. So, yeah. Vicky's by a trailer. Yeah. Somebody shows up in a golf cart. There's a two-foot bird in a tree. <laughs> what floor? Hey, this is so Florida. Y'all seen my bird? I can't seem to find it. <laughs> yes. And then it we're all standing but underneath the tree yelling, Jay, Jay, <laughs> come down. He was not coming down. No. <laughs> This is so Florida. <laughs> and then she comes to visit me with our right. palm trees mm-hmm. and our, our uh, Madonna statue in the yeah, backyard. Which is fantastic. <laughs> so beautiful. Majestic, really. All right. That's it. <laughs> we have to go on with the show now. Uh, I, Dickie, I know you're going to cut out here at some point. Yeah. So just let us know when you have to, when well, you have to leave. Well, I don't. I should probably figure out where my family is. <laughs> <laughs> we, they left for Cracker Barrel, so it could be a while. So uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to head over and over right now to our friends at Kentucky Performance Products. We're going to head from Florida to Lexington. And then we're coming back, and we're going to head over to Maryland, and we're going to talk about jousting and how it's making a resurgence and how you, too, can become a jouster in just a minute. Each week, you carefully plan out your horse's training schedule. You work with your trainer to fine-tune his flat work. You school through grids to perfect his jump and set up multiple courses to educate your eye. You enjoy long hacks to keep his mind fresh and body strong. Show day arrives. You take a deep breath as you enter the ring. We've got this, you whisper so only he can hear you. You move as one, sailing over each element in perfect harmony. The feeling you get. When it all clicks, it's why we do what we do. This feeling is brought to you by Joint Armor. Joint Armor's complete formula provides your horse with the nutrients necessary to support healthy joints throughout his lifetime. Joint Armor maintains fluid motion and flexibility in hardworking joints. It supports normal cartilage development and reduces joint deterioration. Joint Armor provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Best of all, Joint Armor is affordable. One small jar lasts up to 75 days. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. So, Nikki, I know you're going to have to cut out before we get to our first guest here. Uh, what? Where can people find your shows? Well, Take the Reins uh, and Canada Horse Podcast, so you can find at NikkiPorter.ca. And Canada Horse Pod. No, that's not true. InformedEquestrian.com. And on any <laughs> podcast player, just search for Take the <laughs> yeah. Reins or Canada Horse Podcast. Also on on our app, you know, yeah. on Horse Radio Network, yeah. you you can find them there as well. So grateful for. Yes, and uh, and a lot of people are listening. So yeah. good job. Yeah, it's been fun, and I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, and we've had a lot of people say, "Can you do this?" And we bring the person in and it's been working really well. So if anybody has any suggestions for guests, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Especially if they live in Canada. Absolutely. <laughs> so, have you ever had Jessica Phoenix on? No. You need to have her on. Okay. The inventor. She's just I think delightful. before I leave, you can just write a list. Yeah, I could just make a list and, of yeah. Canadians that you can have on. That'd be great. Yeah. She's absolutely <laughs> delightful. We've been having her on the show since the beginning. Oh, wonderful. So okay. you definitely have her on. I'll reach out. All right, Perfect. good. Well, Thank let's you get for to having me. No problem. Thanks right. for stopping by and saying hi. Right. Let's get to our first guest. 
Well, we next up have Ron Vogel with us. He is president of the Maryland Jousting Tournament Association. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, jousting is the state sport of Maryland. And we, you know, Ron, I got to uh, see a lot of jousters and hang on with a lot of jousters because I started my acting career at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair many years ago and worked there for several years and, and got to help out with the jousters and do all of that. So I'm excited to have you on today well i i appreciate the opportunity uh jousting appreciates the ring jousting appreciates the opportunity to be able to uh talk about the sport of of jousting which which jamie which you know because of your affiliation with the renaissance that's how it started yeah it actually started that uh knights jousting against knights and you guys do a lot of things. So a lot of people picture, obviously, the jousting they've seen in movies, which is they're going at each other with lances and knocking each other off the horses and that kind of thing. Uh, but you guys actually have other games that you play and things that you do that were, were the main part of what the jousters did. And then the big entertainment would be, uh, would be the, the nighttime thing where you go at each other. So tell us about the other things that you do. Well, our... Our ring jousting evolved because there were too many knights and occasionally a king would be mortally wounded. And then with the advent of, of uh, gunpowder, then the lances were stopped being used, but they still wanted to, to bring in the uh, knights in some sort of a manner. And so they started with rings and our, our, our sport came over with some of the founding fathers, um, Cecil, Cecil Calvert. It came over and started uh, the colony of Maryland. He, he brought that with him. And it just has evolved over the years. And now we do it. It has evolved to that there's three arches. And in the middle of each arch is suspended a a iron like a like a clothespin device that pinches a ring, and then we have so we have three arches, three rings, and the the track is eighty yards long. So you can imagine a rider on top mounted on a horse with a lance at various lengths. And the lance is held, and you are up out of the saddle like a, a three-point. So your concentration is on the ring, and you have nine seconds to make this 80 yards in order for it to count a, as an official ride. And you get three rides on three rings, so it's a total of nine. And then if there are tie-offs, then we just lower the size of the ring until the object is whoever has the most rings wins. It's that, it's that simple. So you're riding along and you're basically spearing the rings uh, and you have three rings in each, in each round, in each ride. Um, right. And then, so what kind of horses do best for this? Is it quarter horses? Is it, you know, what, what kind of horses are, are really good at it? Yeah. And that's re- it's it's mostly the size um, that is important because if you're the ring is suspended at 
six foot nine inches from the ground. So with that, uh, any horse from 14 hands to 15 one makes, makes for a nice, a nice size. You don't want them. You, you don't want your 16 hands because then you're, you can't, you can't get up out of the saddle in order to absorb the horse's movement with your legs. So from your waist up, you're, you're trying to be as still as possible so you can aim at the rings. Okay. Hold on. This is definitely not what I was visualizing as knights on ponies. I was visualizing (laughs) like giant draft horses with the drapes on them and you're galloping. (laughs) You're saying it's completely opposite. You're giving a life to the smaller horses of of the the country. So I, I appreciate that. And not only are we giving them a life, but they last for many, many years because when you think about it, there's no sudden stops, no sudden spinning or turning. Uh, so we are just hand galloping at a straight line for 80 yards, and then we walk back. The horse gets a break. We wait for our turn, and we ride again. So our horses, it may take a few years for them to develop their confidence to go down the, the uh, track, but their longevity is is really great because I I personally had a horse that was that was jousting up to the age of twenty nine, and that's not uncommon. And you don't have to wow. wear armor for this, right? No, no, no. <laughs> we do wear helmets, though. You do <laughs> we wear helmets, do wear but, helmets, but no chain mail or you know eighty pounds no. of armor. You don't need a crane to put you in the saddle. Any of that? See, no. I do this, Glenn. Yeah, I don't you... have to get stabbed by somebody. <laughs> you know, as I'm galloping down, this is a this is fun. <laughs> it is fun. Um, I have I have yet to see. I have not seen anyone get get three rings and not have a smile on their face. And these springs are pretty small, right? They're like an inch, an inch and a half or something? Yes, we have seven sizes of rings. We have five levels of competition. The first is a lead line, which is self-explanatory oh, that'd be, oh, that'd be, there. That'd be cute, especially with little tiny kids with the lances. Is, that, <laughs> is there one that I can trot down and put my joust into like a hula hoop? Because that would be about the accuracy. <laughs> that. For you, Jamie, we have the, uh, the next class up, which is the novice class, and that that class starts on inch and three quarter inch rings. That's our largest ring. That's pretty, still pretty quarter. small when you're when That's you're galloping tiny. along. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, and that class is for trotters, or you can do a hand. It's like gallop, baby novice. It, yeah. Yes, correct. It it is not a timed event. You just have to go at a trot. And then as you progress and you have X amount of wins, then you move up. And the next class is amateur, and that is a timed. Then the next three following the novice are all timed, and that's amateur, semi-pro, and pro. And each, each class, the ring drops down at a starting size by one quarter inch. So novice is inch and three quarters, amateur is inch and a half, 
semi-pro is inch and a quarter, and the professionals start at one inch. That's pretty small. And then, <laughs> and then we have quarter-inch sizes that go all the way down, if necessary, to the inside of the hole is it's the size of a lifesaver. And that's our smallest ring, and that's called a quarter-inch ring. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I'm I'm charging down on my pony, heading towards this lightsaber in the middle of the air, <laughs> suspended, and I've got to stab my, is it a lance? And a what lance, is the lance, correct. and how heavy is that? That is rider preference, but you can imagine that the lance needs to be when you get up to the higher classes, you may find that you may have to ride on half-inch rings and occasionally a quarter-inch ring. So your lance has to be small enough so there's enough room for that ring to slide onto. And and the a lot of the lances originally were were six foot nine inches because therefore the lance could be used as a quick measuring stick. So that kind of was the starting. But since then, people have lightened their lances up. Some people use uh, cue sticks with a uh, with a point on them, so they can carbon be very fiber. Light. Yeah, carbon fiber. <laughs> no, we. You know what? We we haven't gone to that high tech because everything is homemade, handmade. Okay. You. How uh, long are they? Everything. Are they still six foot long though? Yeah, a lot of the lances are still six foot nine, and I've seen them as heavy as 12 pounds. So that's uh, a lot when it's sticking out there in front of you, you know? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I totally want to do this. (laughs) You have a balance point, but we have lances that are very light. It's, It's rider preference. It's whatever that you get used to. So I got to ask a imp- very important question, probably the most important question of the day. Oh, Lord. Because I was a performer and an actor at Renaissance Fairs. And you feasts. have said that before. Yes. Yeah. So, but I know you're not wearing the, you know, the armor, but are you wearing the cool outfits with the colors and everything? Well, in our, in our parades, we do... Uh, we, we will sometimes bring out the old medieval costumes and that's when we put them on for the parade. <laughs> Jamie wants usually, that. She wants that part of the show. Uh, of oh, doing it. oh yeah. That's it's It's exciting because it, it's, it's a throwback to where, to how the sport began. And but now wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop right there. So Ron, I'm you're telling witch. me that in the competitions, you're not wearing those outfits. No, Ugh. no. No, it's we're okay. just riding. We're just wearing casual uh, riding attire. All right. So, how does Actually, Jamie start the Oklahoma uh, Jousting Club? Oh, it's it's so simple. Uh, one is that we we have a, a very informative website called MarylandJousting.com, and you can go there and you can find out everything that you need to know as far as anything that's related to jousting, how to, how to make arches, how to set up a track. And that's how it's done. And that's, you just, um, it's, it's just so, it's just so much fun because what you're doing is showcasing your horse and your ability to spear a ring. And it's, 
so objective. It's, uh, again, it's so easy on the horse. And once the horse realizes that the safest place for that horse, except for perhaps next to his trailer, is that jousting track. That when they're on that jousting track, they realize that all they have to do is go straight and they maintain. And as, as you can imagine, if you're up out of the saddle and you're carrying the lance and you're concentrating on rings, even a slight deviation of the stride, a little slower, a little faster, is going to put you out of sync for that ring. So you're totally concentrating on the ring and you're as much in unison with your horse as you possibly can because you're not, you're feeling the horse and you're aware of the horse, but your concentration is on the ring. Okay, I'm on the website, MarilynJousting.com, and I've looked up jousting equipment, and it says it's never been standardized. It's impossible to purchase these items. You must make them yourself or find somebody to make them for you. Chad. I, at this point, my husband is going to kill me. Okay, listen, honey, I know we made a whole bunch of jumps, and then I know we made, like, an archery thing, and I, then I know we did. I bought a, a, a cart to do that. Now here's what I'm going to need you to make. I'm going to need you to make some arches yeah, you, and a lance. Jack, Arches, a lance, some rings. We got, we got, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> but you awesome. can, you can improvise. You can use an old broom handle. You can have your son off. hold the rings up. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Lucas, could you hold this for me while I come at you with a lance? Mommy promises she's gonna get it. Okay. Mommy promises. Marilynjousting.com. That's where you find it. Ron, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you guys. All right. So much. See ya. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. I totally want to do this. I know, your husband's going to kill you. He's going to go. Although he might try this. You know, uh, he, he would totally try this if he could like do it on his own feet. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. long as he didn't have to ride a horse yeah. during it. Oh yeah, no, that looks fun. That's hilarious. So I just had to have him make some stuff that Monty uses, and I was like, I need one of these. I need one of these because everything Monty uses is made for him. And so I just made how to make all this stuff. Now I'm gonna be like, honey, so I need you to go to MarilynJohnson.com and come up with a way. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, this will go well. The PhD equine nutritionists at Purina Animal Nutrition tackle problems using science, and their love of horses keeps them at it until they get it right. Even with the most established feeds, they keep innovating. They have more doctors that work over there than any other company I've ever seen. Even when it takes years of research, they don't stop until they do get it right. They are dedicated to the scientific method, but it can't capture the feeling of seeing the horse reach their full potential. It takes science and love to help your horses live their best life. Put the research to the test at horseinnovation.com. That's horseinnovation.com. Okay, now, did you see what Purina, talk about innovations. (laughs) Yes. It's yes, and this applies to you directly. You must have been very excited to see I that this morning. I am so excited because I have three now gray horses, and it says new, new Purina Gray Magic Supplement. After extensive research in the field, we've confirmed it's true. Gray horses are 10 times more likely to find mud holes, grassy patches, and piles of manure to roll in compared to horses of any other color. Hashtag true. Uh, that's why we developed a new supplement to take those gray 
horse grooming blues away. Purina Gray Magic Supplement prevents stains from settling into hair coats. Gone are the days where you wake up from a show at 3 a.m. only to find a green spot the size of Texas on your horse's gray rump. This is amazing. Available today only, though. You have to get it today. It's a, it's at the stores oh, right now. Yeah. Only today. Only wow, today. I gotta get to the pizza. Obviously, we have, what day is it? It's April 1st, but that one was funny. I mean, I don't think anybody that thought good, that, actually. but I love it. I looked at it, it at first and went, wow, they came out. That's really, oh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh. Hashtag April Fools at the bottom. Um, now, Nikki's over one... here cringing because she just hates April Fools. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was one too by Plaid Horse. They did one, and and Plaid Horse writes very ser- serious articles. Uh, so of course they Plaid Horse, you know, podcast podcast is here on the network. Piper does very serious articles, and the, and the article was, New Order Mandates Equestrian Professionals Must Pass Credentials to Continue in Business. Well, Jamie and I have been kind of touting that for years. <laughs> you should have a license to be able to teach people how to ride. So I read this and went, wow, finally. And then it says, the past year has been full of conversations with industry leaders regarding amateur status. But today, horse show organizations announced a new initiative for professionals. Effective immediately, all professional instructors and trainers must pass a written and riding skill set exam to remain in proper standing with their governing agency. Well, they do that in Massachusetts. Jennifer, when we moved there, had to get a license to be able to teach. And I'm like, yes. Uh, And then I got further down. And then one of the sentences, one of the paragraphs is this. It's some bullet points. For the first wave of licensing, the following individuals must report to the DEA for their tests. (laughs) That's the Department of Agriculture. Those who are teaching students something. Those who think they are teaching students something, all junior riders who believe they have a chance in the sport, anyone whose horse has been influenced in the last 30 days by an influencer, amateurs who think they ride as well as professionals with less effort, pony moms who think they do a better job than the actual trainer, and any current professional under 30 who still has some semblance of hopes and dreams. (laughs) Those people all have to take the test immediately. So that's when kind of figured out it was April 1st. Well, I did see one here. <clears throat> this one got me for a second. So we all know Kyle Carter is an inventor, five-star Rolex. He's been in uh, the Pan Am Games and Isn't the he from FBI. Canada, Kyle? Yes, yeah. he's Canadian, yeah. and he was he's representing Canada in the Olympics with this one particular horse named Madison Park, and. He's the one, he was just on our show a while ago talking about the ride IQ. That's kind of his baby. So I was shocked when I saw this on Facebook. Offered for sale. This is Kyle's Facebook page. Madison Park, 17-hand OTTB, a 1998 model. Ready to take you on a journey, whether to a competition or to the barn. He will keep you entertained or frightened, depending on your state of mind. Been to nine of five stars, represented his country in three Olympics, WAG and Pan Ams, all clear across country. Has a couple of silver medals to show for it, and those could be thrown in the sale. Has some unlucky rails on his record, because, well... I've never had a lucky rail occasionally scoring (laughs) below 50% on the flat because we're working on the same grading system that I did in high school always shows up ready to work sometimes just on projects that weren't on the schedule that day, unless it's cross country, then he's always ready sound, but not if you do like an American vetting where x-rays are how you determine sound is makes the trot up a contact sport. So everybody but you gets to enjoy (laughs) <laughs> he, he bites, 
kicks and rears. But we say he's just being playful because, well, he is. Loves kids, is a great traveler having been all over the world. Is he perfect? Well, kind of. Just not the kind of perfect you might expect. Price, high seven figures negotiable. Maybe you could get a group together to support him. Probably not, but he has a huge number of fans and the cutest expressions. I was reading it like halfway through. I'm like, I cannot believe Kyle would sell Madison Park. I'm like, isn't he like 24 or something crazy? And I'm like, oh, uh, okay. That's it. Gotcha. Pretty clever though. Like that's the, what we did here with, I think it was Jed was to write a really bad ad, basically being super honest about what kind of horse you'd actually be getting. There's one more I saw. This one came out of Europe. It's Hippo Event, who is a, a news source in Europe. And uh, they – a couple people fell for it, and I, I almost fell for this one. Uh, hoof tattoos allowed in international sports. The FEI has – what they say – has now given approval – now it's translated from Dutch, so it kind of doesn't translate well uh, – now given approval that you can put advertising on your horse's feet. During competitions. Uh, and they had actual pictures of advertising on the horse's feet in competitions. And you bought that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> in addition, uh, uh, for safety reasons, tattooing the hooves is only allowed to be two-dimensional, which means the design has to be on the surface. Additional jewelry and or metal applications, uh, piercings, are still not allowed. And that's when I... That's what I got. That's what I Just got for the, anybody listening, yes, he does say hooves wrong. I've, I've tried for years. No, to half fix of us it. say it correctly, and Jamie no, says it wrong. British people say it like that. You're not British. <laughs> um, I'm doing I a European story. One uh, other one uh, on Eventing Nation Netflix announces Drive to Survive spinoff. Three-day eventing, certifiably insane. And it goes on and on about the, the new. Uh, Netflix show on eventing and it's pretty hilarious so you can check that out at eventingnation.com they have done some in the past that have gotten people and they've gotten very upset because oh, some of the, the ones holes. they did in the past were kind of a little mean and they got away from that when they figured out people were believing it and they, they got Kentucky I mean, performed. That was Horse Nation that did it. Not yeah, it's Horse Nation. Nation. Yeah, Horse Nation. Talking about it. all these sinkholes that opened up on the cross country course and Rolex is canceled and everybody uh, freaked, freaked out. Freaked out. Yeah, including Rolex. Freaked out. Yeah, she got <laughs> yeah. in trouble. She got in trouble. They didn't do that again. <laughs> so there's our roundup, by the way. Uh, uh, by the way, our guest, Nikki, whose birthday is today, left. She's like, I had enough of this April Fool's stuff. I'm out of here. So yeah. she had to go, though. She, and I don't think she wanted to hang around for really bad ads, to be honest. Because I don't you know, blame her. You know, sometimes we don't want to be here for really bad ads. But today we are. Pay it, I'll say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another. But, hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading, they tell a low down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading, well if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it's that time of the week when listeners submit ads from Craigslist or Facebook or someplace like that, and we just have a little bit of fun reading them, and for that, we give prizes out to those people that submit, thanks to our good friends over at HorseLoversWithAZ.com. Over 120,000 products, horse products, believe it or not, yes, over 120,000 available over at HorseLovers.com. 
Check them out today, and they do provide the products every month. And this month, we have two terrific prizes for you. Tell us what the first one is, Jamie. All right, I will do that, Glenn. Ladies, Ridge Waterproof Boot with Compression Socks. That's the oak version, $99 value. Designed for all-day 100% waterproof comfort with lightweight molded footbeds, antimicrobial moisture management inserts. Keep your feet feeling fresh all day while durable outsoles provide traction and muddy or wet weather conditions. A dual insole system means two sets of insoles are included, one for a Whole number sizing and one to create half sizing, which allows room for growth or changes in socks for varying weather conditions. You could wear these, Glenn, to Land Rover at jump number one and not worry about your feet getting <laughs> and not wet. not worry about my feet getting wet like all the other years. This year, I'm predicting perfect weather, no rain. Because you're not going to be there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I love it. And then we also have a Shelby Young three-book gift set worth $60. This three-book set uh, shows off the work of the amazing artist Shelby Young. The Winnie Nicker Nay book series includes one book highlighting Shelby's work painting the American Mustang and two others that are her terrific children's book. Check out the colorful books at horselovers.com, and we'll be giving that away as well. We have a no audio versions today by the way we have to do all the work nobody Very sent in, in any audio yeah in all of you uh, unless jennifer was just torturing us and didn't give it give them to us i don't know what well in the world of all these ads that get sent to us we did to get these submitted but we're not gonna have time to get to them today but i want to also tell you that you are in- entered for the prizes debbie rochelle steph and eileen okay you got the first one savannah sent this one in and i don't know where it's from Got a nice grade gray filly, 20 months old, going to be nice. She is a sandbagger breed, but the papers didn't work out on my part. Haven't started her yet. Everybody likes doing it there on way. So haven't did any yet, but <laughs> I still have her in 30 days y'all will see her thin but won't be the same price what i read that word for word that was a tough one that was tough tough to get through i have no idea what you're buying there is a picture of a very dirty muddy horse uh, in the picture very Very. thin uh dirty muddy horse but uh, you know you know i think there's probably a reason she didn't get the sand badger breed approved because uh, I not really a thing. don't know a sand badger breed. Um, Amy sent this one in, and this is from the Facebook page Horse and Horse Tack Discussion Group in Kentucky. Oh, that requires a southern accent. Oh, God, you're right. It's Kentucky. That's real southern, even though it's in the middle of the country. Horses and Horse Tack Discussion Group in Kentucky. ISO, someone to clean our three horse trailers live in quarters. Last summer when we bought it, it didn't seem, it seemed somehow thousands of flies got in there and like died. (laughs) And now we can't clean it up. Our vacuums can't reach it and we don't know what to do. Located in Lancaster, Kentucky, and we are not going to pay an arm and a leg for a simple cleaning. If it was a simple cleaning, you could have done it. There's a photo (laughs) and it's like between the windowsill and like the stove. There's. 10,000 dead flies. It's gross. <laughs> That's, but you know what? We ain't going to pay an arm or leg. You get out here to Lancaster, Kentucky. You just get your vacuum on up in there. You have no problem. Okay. Give you $25. Our vacuum didn't work, but I'm sure yours will. Andrew sent this one in. What is this? I have no idea. 
It's only a few years old. It just needs bent back into shape and maybe a couple of welds. Must pick up shady West Virginia. Okay, so oh, um, if you read a, the bottom, I didn't see the bottom. I have to scroll. It's a used round bale hay feeder for seventy two. No, it isn't. Um, it looks like it's been in a tornado and rolled over six thousand times. It might have been a round bale feeder at one point. <laughs> Not anymore. But seventy dollars you can get. That thing is a, so. If you can imagine <clears throat> one of those like cow round bale feeders, guy with like the guys with the lumps and like little the, triangles putting sticking their heads up. in between yeah. uh, the triangles. There's only two, maybe three triangles that are straight. The <laughs> rest of this is like it's like if you took it and you grabbed one side and the other side and you twisted both your arms to like make it a figure eight. It that is what it is, and it is also propped up against the fence or something. Yep. So it's on its side. It. <laughs> It looks it like it doesn't sit flat anymore. So. Yeah. You know why we're selling it? Because our trailer done got blown off in the last horror tornado. So yeah, that's, that's why it. this one's still available. Yeah, the okay, horse went with in. it. We don't have a horse anymore. So Our cattle went flying up in the air like in the <laughs> Wizard of Oz. And so we don't know where they've been. So we ain't got to feed them no more. So we got this round bay feeder here in West Virginia. And you can just have it for a good 70 bucks. It just needs a little welding and be back in shape. And, the horses you know, and the cows are now in Virginia. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they blew east. <laughs> oh my God, that was terrible. Erin sent the next one in and she says this is from the Western Mass Livestock and Farm Facebook. Barn beams, lots of lengths. It's like a haiku. Yes. Everything is a different line. Lots of lengths. Seeing, S E N G, 10 to 15 feet open to offers. Some might be 30 feet or joined together. <laughs> this beautiful poem. It was. I it really was know exactly pretty. what I was reading. <laughs> I was like, so peaceful. I love poetry. <laughs> Sarah sent the following one in. It's our horse trailer of the week. Oh, my God. No one is more sad than I. This was my favorite trailer until a tree fell on it. <laughs> That is a first. <laughs> Three horse slant fits big and tall horses. Used to fit big and tall horses until a tree it, fell on it. It'll fit a giraffe. <laughs> now there ain't no roof on it. <laughs> it's a little smashed too at the top. So maybe minis now. The floor is solid because the tree didn't fall on that. What you see is solid. Some of it is just a little bent up. $1,800. <laughs> it's sitting on the ground because the jack broke when the tree fell on it. The top's all smashed in. It's a little shaped like an egg now. But other than that, you can haul your horses in. It'd be fun. There's no door anymore because that <laughs> came off too. That so there's a tack room is just wide open. <laughs> this is a disaster. This is proof that idiots will do anything. You know, I guarantee you no idiot bought that unless they're like, you know what? I can fix it. I can oh, give you 1600 I, Yeah. Um, I don't want to be so sure market, The trailer market is so crazy right now. <laughs> People probably buying resorting it. To. We'll fix it. It'll be no problem. I can stretch it back out. <laughs> I mean, hell, I got $1,200 for it on insurance. So, you know, 1800 to just, I'll break even. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lorene sent the next one in. <clears throat> Everybody's sending these short ones. This is could ride as a, a read as a poem as well. A uh, miniature horse, very tame miniature horse, male. Unsure of age, was purchased as adult at an auction. 
stands well to bathe, groom, and farrier, asking a thousand dollars OBO, or I'll trade for a female alpaca. <laughs> That's random. We don't get alf- we don't get alpaca trades too often. <laughs> I don't random. think we've ever seen that. We got some new ones. We never had a tree fall on a trailer, trailer. and the trailer be sold, especially for an eighteen hundred dollar fee. <laughs> and we've never had anybody want to trade a horse. A male miniature horse could be one hundred and fifty years old for a female alpaca. We've never Again. had a tornado uh, hay feeder before either. So we've got one of those today too. Man. Jesse sent this one. It's North Carolina. Horse Network Facebook page. Oh, and page. Gwyneth sent this one in, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Grade A brat for sale. <laughs> she blows through fencing to get loose. We can't catch her in the field. Buddy, buddy sourness is a big, big deal. She will offer to kick you if you're making her do something she doesn't want to do. I can't fix her. White line abscesses thrush found her because she's just a brat. I know she needs someone who will bond with her. I am not it. <laughs> well, at least she realizes her, her strengths and weaknesses, right? I love how they think that other people can miraculously fix these horses. By the way, it has white line, abscesses, thrush, and founder. So Priced in the that. low seven figures. Yeah, exactly. $10,000 can get you this uh, unsound horse. Katie sent this one in. Child safe and leadless is all caps, by the way. By the way, I really <clears> felt <throat> bad for the last horse, but I'm trying not to. Uh, UK, you got to move on. Oh, yeah. uh, child safe and lead line horse is $1,500. Two months away from show condition. <laughs> so they look like crap now. Yeah. But in two months, the, when you fix it's them the end up, of the winter. Spring just started here. <laughs> oh, my God. 15-3 Merritt lead line. Bay gelding, 15-3 lead line. Chestnut mare for experienced rider. Hot and fast. <laughs> Green chestnut mare, 14-2. Need someone who currently doesn't have a horse. Wait, what? Needs someone who currently doesn't have a horse or a place to keep one. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you can have this horse as long as you ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> Trade out for weekend riding. What? I'm so confused. I don't understand any of that ad, to be honest. That was strange. Yeah. Danielle All right. Well, sent- this, this one's going to be the auction on Saturday. So <laughs> Danielle sent the following one. Uh, okay. So this is horse, sheep, laying hens, turkeys for sale or trade in Manford. I don't know where that is. I have for sale, period. 20-year-old mare, period. Do not know anything about her, period. Except she is gentle 1500, period. Mead size white horse, comma. Oh, we learned the comma thing. Eight hundred dollars, comma. No, just eight hundred. Oh, eight hundred, comma. Two sheep, one hair sheep raised on bottle. You lamb, one year old raised on bottle. Now they saved all the. They used all the punctuation up already. (laughs) One Jacob gentle year old. Three hundred each. Laying hens, ten months old laying now, hatched and raising here. All kinds of brooms. Large kokens. Sex links. What? Lots of others. Two-year-old each as long as they last, comma. Sweet grass gobbler. And severe bronze gobblers. Forty each hatched here. Parents here. We'll trade for boar goats. Or min cattle, God bless. (laughs) (laughs) Do you understand any of that in, in bird talk? 
Uh, large cochins and sex links. Sex links is a type of chicken. Cochin is, is it, a. Is sex links a type of chicken? Yes. Really? It is a very odd type of chicken. I I have a black sex link actually. How to get that name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is that it? Are we done? We're done. That's hey, it. Um, I would like to make an announcement and ask for uh some time off because apparently I forgot that it is Lucas's spring break. And um, didn't he just go back to school? It seems I like talk about, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> they didn't. They, they have this school has a two week spring break and they don't do it at the same time as all the other world spring break. So you can yeah, spring breaks over everywhere else yeah, in the country, everywhere else. He <laughs> but that's like good. You won't be traveling left. when it's busy. Exactly. So I need next week off. Yeah, I just so, heard that. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I actually said Monday, Wednesday, but then I just realized our plane arrives at seven o'clock in the morning. On Friday. Oh, yeah. You need that day <laughs> off, too. I'm not talking to you that so day. You'll be grouchy. So we're currently <laughs> looking for anybody to co-host Host the next show, week yes. with uh, Glenn. Yeah, let I me am, know. Uh, <laughs> I'm heading to, uh, you know what, instant... This is, this is, there's got to be a benefit to your husband being gone all the time when he's an airline pilot. And the benefit is that you can just hop on planes if there's empty seats for free. Um, so uh, marry an airline pilot because it's awesome. Uh, so we're going to go to Hawaii because my in-laws have a timeshare there that hasn't been used in years because nobody can go anywhere and they just lifted all the COVID restrictions. So I'm going to Hawaii next week for free. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, if nobody uses it, they lose it anyway. So you might as well. Exactly. Yeah. April's brainer horse, April. I was like, April, you can just keep her here an extra week because I'm going to go out of town. <laughs> Your horse isn't going to get worked much next Your week. Your horse didn't do nothing but eat. <laughs> Unless he wants to go to Hawaii with me and hang out on the beach. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll appreciate it. I'll let you know what's happening next week as soon as I figure that out. Uh, I love that. I'm just going to spring this to you on the air so you can't get mad for me giving you <laughs> super short notice. <laughs> that's love right. You. I've given you short notice a lot recently. So That's true. Yeah. You owe me. Yeah, that's true. We do that to each other. You know, after almost three... Oh, I do need to talk to you after the show today about the 3000th episode coming up because there's been some developments. So is it, is Tom Burlington finally going to be on the show? I have messaged <laughs> no. that guy for 10 years. No, I don't think so. I have but. messaged his publicist. I have messaged his fan club member. I have messaged him. I have messaged anybody who has any association <laughs> at all with Tom Burlington, who by the way, is the man from Snowy river. And he just won't write back. So 3000 episode, Jen has to get on it. It's her. I, <laughs> I'm sure I, she'll I hop right on baton. there. I got to pass the baton. I can't harass guy anymore. Uh, I'll tell you about it. Matter of fact, I can talk to you about the other thing in the post show because the auditors can hear this. Too. Okay. So, all right. All right. So, thanks, everybody. We'll see you. Have a terrific right. weekend. Spay, neuter, geld. Have a good one. Thanks, Nikki, for stopping by. She's not here, but thanks anyway. By the way, I might not get to Hawaii, so I might be here next week. Yeah. Depends. Who knows? It depends on the flights. <laughs> <laughs>